Hello everybody, happy Wednesday. Welcome back to Aces Up the Sleeve. I'm Patty, co-hosting with the co-managing partner of Pocket Aces Racing, or PAR for the quick reference, Jared Shoemaker. And today we are going to continue our line of track, uh, center track discussion episodes. And this time around, we are going to be talking about Turfway Park now that their uh, December meet is coming up on us. It just seems to get tougher every single year and it's going to be some good racing again this season. Turfway Park used to be, we, we used to love, and we, first of all, we still love Turfway Park. Yeah, they're saying, Turfway don't make Park, it sound uh, like we broke was, up or something. Was, <laughs> was, was, I mean, it used to be, we, we could get healthy at Turfway Park uh, and win, win a bunch of races and, um, you know, just, and would have a really good December through, through March and people would lament and they did so for years about the size of the purses and Oh, the purses are terrible. We got to go down south because we can't stay here. And uh, well, you know, the historical racing has been approved and they have gone all in with historical racing there at Turfway. And as a result, the purses have gone through the roof. And so has the level of racing that is available at Turfway Park and so many outfits that used to send their entire string south for the winter are now staying up here and holy smokes it's gotten tough and and it's gotten you know it, it's it's kind of the situation that we see at Turfway and, and, and I'm sorry at Keeneland and, and Churchill sometimes now with their really big purses um, especially in December when it's a short meet uh, big purses uh, attract a lot of a lot of horses, and a lot of horses will drop down because owners are trying to get the get that win and get that purse money. Mm -hmm. And so there's a whole lot of claiming activity and and, and potential value at, at that uh, turfway meet. Again, especially in December. Um, uh, so it, it's just uh, yeah, man, it's just gotten it's gotten really tough. But it's it's great for the state of racing. In Kentucky, you know, I think it only helps having that. You know, we we basically have four 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 tracks and well five tracks, but four of them going at all. One of them going at all times, and and they all have good solid purse structures now. And if you're a horseman in Kentucky, you don't have to spend your winters in in Florida or in, in Louisiana these days, uh, or Arkansas. Yeah, obviously, a lot of them still do. Uh, but there's a lot of folks that can now just, uh, they can spend their year at home in Kentucky if they're a Kentucky horseman. So that's, that's really good. Well, and it's, you know, it, it's just nice to see that, um, how many people have the opportunity, especially for syndicates like us, where we have a lot of partners, you know, based in Kentucky. It's nice that we'll be able to, people are able to get the opportunity to see their horses, um, a little bit more often because we don't have to send them south as as often. Like it's tough, don't get me wrong, but it's still nice to be able to hold them here just a little bit longer, so folks have a chance to go out and see their see their runners. So, well, yeah, absolutely. It's um, it's always fun to see your horses in person. Now, I will say this, you know, before we get into the current state of Turfway, we talked we talked about it a little bit already, but let's let's talk a little bit about the history of Turfway and and you know just kind of because you know it hasn't always been. Turfway Park. Mm -hmm. uh, at one time, when it was first built, it was Latonia Raceway, which uh, was named after the previous Latonia Park, which was in Covington, uh, you know, a few miles north of, of the current track. And uh, so, yeah, it, it, you know, it really it, it hasn't been around 
that long relative mm-hmm. to the other racetracks in the state, uh, Ch- Churchill and Keeneland. Again, yeah. it, it was it was built in you know, 1959 in Florence, and again named after Latonia Racetrack in Covington. And you know, Latonia in Covington was a was a major player uh, in racing from the you know, mid 1800s until the late 1930s, I believe, and uh, mm. big time races and big time stakes. And it, it was, uh, but you know, for whatever reason, um, it it, uh, it shut down in 1939, and uh, I think uh, I think the the expansion of the of Covington kind of took its toll on it and the, the the land became valuable so this track in Covington uh, was opened up in 1959 as Latonia and they raced there as Latonia Park or yeah Latonia race course until like I think it's mid 1980s mm-hmm. so um, somewhere like around 19 maybe 86 or so mm-hmm. and that's when it was renamed to Turfway Park when uh, someone else when it was purchased by you know different ownership group and um then uh, in the like the late 1990s, uh, Keeneland was a part owner of it, along with I don't maybe Harris Entertainment, uh, I believe. And it's kind of you know it's changed hands numerous times over over the last few years, and uh, from you know from 1999 to you know 2008, I think maybe there was another ownership group, but but eventually uh, uh, Churchill Downs. Uh, bought it out and is the primary owner now and uh, you know as as we know and as you and I have talked about I don't know if we've talked about it so much on um uh on the podcast but you know Churchill Downs is very much a casino company mm-hmm. and they they bought it with an eye on getting the historical racing machines in northern Kentucky and uh, you know let's be honest uh, as much money as they've spent on it and as as wonderful uh improvements you know the pro- improvements were definitely needed i mean you know yeah. they, oh, shoot they didn't just improve it they tore the whole place down and started yeah, over from scratch uh, <laughs> yeah and as much as because i don't think it had had any kind of uh payment on imp- or any kind of improvement on infrastructure since it was built in 1959 it was it was a little dodgy um you know but yeah. um you know churchill has certainly put a ton of money into it they've put a ton of money into the into the purses uh but uh, you know anybody that's been there in this new configuration knows that the focus is not the horses. Uh, the focus is not on having a great place for uh, people to come and watch the races. There's just not a great viewing, a lot of great viewing opportunities and viewing area for it, unfortunately. But it is yeah. what it is, and you take the good with the bad. But uh, you know, it, uh, one little interesting piece of ter- uh, trivia about Turfway Park: it was the first racetrack to install an artificial surface. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it, had, it installed the poly track in I think 2005, I believe, and they did that primarily because the winters can be so brutal and uh in in kentucky and and not just you know like and not just brutal but they're just constantly changing and shifting and Mm -hmm. i mean i've lived here basically my whole life and i have seen on numerous occasions you know you might be outside in short sleeve shirts in in february and the next day uh there's six inches of snow on the ground uh so that just wild of fluctuation pardon me the wild fluctuation <laughs> of, of weather. That was a, okay. All right, Jared. Tell us how you feel. <laughs> uh, that wild fluctuation of weather, uh, you know, combined with money, I mean, a big part of it being um, 
you know, uh, uh, freezing temperatures, it made it really rough and caused them to miss a lot of days. And now, yeah. really, they're only going to miss days of racing if, you know, there's a lot, you know, significant freezing rain or if the temperatures are yeah. way, 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 way low. You know, they still they still do cancel, but it's it's primarily. But it has to be pretty. It has to be pretty spectacularly bad, though. At this point, for it's got to be a whole lot of nasty. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think I think the one time they canceled last year, something like that, was because it was going to be like negative thirty five the next day. It was like that Christmas yeah. freeze we had, and yeah. like at that point, nobody should be outside. Period. So you know, absolutely, that's not good for horses or riders or grooms or anybody uh, so but yeah so it, it's just made it's made the racing in in kentucky viable um all year round and yeah. uh, i think it's 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 been very beneficial uh since that happened and uh and we're we're looking forward to getting that uh, december meet kicked off and mm-hmm. really we're looking forward to um, uh, having some horses run up there uh, this uh, you know later in that first month so it makes yeah. it nice and consistent too for the for the trainers that want to be stable here in kentucky pretty you know almost year round because turfway is now open permanently for training i'm pretty sure even when on the indeed. season when they're not racing yeah, and that's actually yeah, that's exactly right. You know, I think it's been a it's been a real boon for Ethan and Susan in particular. Um, you know, Susan would always take her her stable over to uh, uh, Belterre Park in the spring, summer, and fall, mm-hmm. and then was just at Turfway in, in the winter. And then Ethan, you know, who lives basically, you know, who lives in northern Kentucky, and Susan lives just across the river. Um, yep. You know, they they so. You know, they both can keep everything there year round where Ethan was sending stuff in the winter uh, to, to Churchill and to other other places. So it's it's just very, very convenient now that uh, they're, they're stable there primarily year round. You know, Ethan does have some horses that he'll you know, keep at Keeneland during the meets and he's going to send some down to the fairgrounds, uh, some of ours in particular down to the fairgrounds this winter. Uh, but it's still, um, you know, it's very, very, it's a very nice setup. And and I love having our horses that are based there. Yeah, I love the fact that they're able to train over the artificial surface. It's now a tapita surface. It was initially a, a poly track surface. And I, I, for me, I just think it's, it's so much better for them uh day in day out than running over some of the the dirt tracks around here so i'm i'm i'm, I'm yeah. very very happy that we're able to keep them come to keep a lot of our horses there year round and a lot of our you know a lot of our babies that are with Eth- with uh brendan yep. um you know since that since you know, brendan keeps a string up there year round yep. just because he's got so a bunch many of our two-year-olds and, are up there now and a bunch of our two-year-olds go there because we prefer having them there as opposed to the the dirt track at churchill so uh, yeah, so it's 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 been a it's it's been really nice the changes that they've made in terms of their purse structure, uh, the 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 races that they're riding and carding. They've brought they've brought back over the last couple of years a lot of stakes that had mm-hmm. uh, had been defunct, and mm-hmm. so so they're coming back. And you've got a big Derby Prep race uh, that that runs uh, runs at uh, at Turfway every spring. So it, it's a major it's a major track in the in the on the circuit here in Kentucky and where right. sometimes I think, you know, prior to the last couple of years, it was a bit of an afterthought and, yep. and, uh, you know, a lot of people just, they, well, and not, they, it wasn't that they didn't want to stay. They just couldn't, couldn't yeah. afford to stay. Well, and I think, you know, something to, to note as well, it's, you know, two things on, on that thought was idiomatic who won the breeders cup. This staff actually started her season at Turfway in the spring in the Latone, uh, the 
the Lafayette or the Latonia or something like that. Latonia. The Latonia. So that you know, so yeah, and she's been almost undefeated the whole year since since starting her her season at at, at Turfway, mm-hmm. and um and Susan two year almost two years ago she actually tied for the the training title the December training title at Turfway. That's right. Um. Yep. So it, it's been, you know, it, it's tough, but I think at this point it also kind of what what you said it highlights that people are responding and and are positively you know i think changing their mindsets to how they used to view turfway where it kind of used to be the place where you sent your b-roll and now you have you know the distaff winner kind of coming out of turfway in, in in the spring so it's it's really cool it's it's very fascinating to see how these things change especially now that you have this health, you know, I, I think we can call it like maybe a healthier environment for, for racing in, in Northern Kentucky. Cause it's definitely not the will they, won't they situation. I feel like yep. some years used to be. Um, and I imagine that was really stressful, especially for trainers trying to figure out what, you know, how many, how many stable, you know, how many stable uh, spots they want to apply for, you know, what they want to do. So uh, I think a lot of people probably feel the same as you that, you know, it, it's tough, you know, seeing, especially if you're nervous about how, how Churchill kind of, I mean, we, we can't really necessarily comment on how Churchill runs their tracks because you can't <laughs> really argue too much with success. But, um, but like, it, it is hard to not, you know, kind of see what their portfolio used to be and see where some have ended up. So oh, yeah, they're, they're, Ch- Churchill Downs is, is a casino company. Yeah. And and that's the bottom line. And and you know it, it so happens that the biggest race in the world is held there every May and they get the Breeders' Cup every 4 or 5 years or so. Um so you know it it, it is Ch- Churchill is what Churchill is. It is yeah. a it is a huge national multi-billion dollar company. And their focus is gambling, primarily uh, casino gambling. Uh, but now, you know, obviously Turfway's opened up its own sports book with the with the recent inclusion or the recent legalization of sports wagering here in Kentucky. So there's mm-hmm. a sports book now. Uh, again, you've got all of the uh, historical racing machines, which are essentially slot machines. Yep. Uh, you know, they are here. They're they're here to stay. They're not going anywhere. And Churchill has invested a ton of money, and that's and that's you know that's that's where these purses are coming from. Yeah, uh, I pulled out the condition book here right now, and you know, maiden specials this year are going to run for seventy thousand dollars. Yeah, and thirty eight thousand of that is of that seventy thousand is from the KTDF. So it's 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 that extra bonus money yep. that the that the slot machines uh, the historical racing machines are generating yep. um you know i remember they used to run a thirty thousand dollar maiden claimers and the purse was eleven thousand dollars yeah and it's twenty eight thousand this year which is you know that that's okay you can live with that yeah um so it's 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 definitely it's a major improvement and and i think we all welcome it it's made racing there tougher uh but again i think it makes the overall state of racing in kentucky healthier and and more viable and better so uh you take you take the ramifications of tougher competition uh you know that that's just is that's that's what you get when you add more money people follow the money they follow the purse money i think that's uh, that's been very very evident so yeah. um I'm I'm excited. I'm I'm looking forward to. It. We've had a lot of great success over there, you know, there over the years, and you know, I just um, 
looking forward to it. I always look forward to that meet. Uh, I think it's a fun meet. I think it's, again, I, I just, I just enjoy it. So. Well, and, and you know, to kind of just let people know when we mentioned that there's not like a, a great viewing format per se, it doesn't mean that there's nowhere to stand near the rail period. It just right. means that compared to the old <laughs> format where you had like indoor seating esque kind of situation, it's more of like, think like a, uh, like a venue, like a event venue now kind of more format, more structured. So you, they'll have concerts and, and, you know, different kinds of meetings and group events and stuff like that there now as well. But there's still places where you can stand right up next to the rail like they used to sure. be. And yeah, you, you, just, you just don't have that big, massive indoor grandstand like yeah. you used to have. Yeah. Uh, so I guess, the, and, and there's not, you know, the dining room is not, uh, you know, there used to be a, a dining room that just basically sat down a, you know, on the ground level and you can mm -hmm. look out the windows and see them, see the horses come by and, yep. you know, you, you're kind of missing some of those opportunities, but again, yeah. it, it, it's, it's just, a, it's different. You can still, you can still go see your horses run. You can still see them race and, and still see the horses. It's just set up much, much different than, than it was. Yep. So, so can you think uh, off the top of your head, Patty, any, mm -hmm. any races that, that, that pocket aces racing has had at Turfway that stand out to you? I, I've got a few. Mm-hmm. But any any stand out for you? So I think, and and I think it's because it was one of my first like um, stakes race experiences from like the inside instead of being the outside looking in. I think it was when we when we ran one of our former horses, Kate's Golden Dude. He actually tried um, his his foot at a stakes. Race. I forget what the name was off the top of my head immediately. Uh, uh, the forego. Was I think so. it might think be because the, there's there's four goes at a couple of different mm -hmm. tracks. I think so, yeah, yeah. It's it the might four be. go stakes. I believe is what he had. Um, it was a like but, a sprint race. Yeah, but he he was like f you know fourth or fifth or something like that. It was a blanket finish too, so it's not like he was blown out of the water or anything. But it was like my first experience with like um, like a stakes race from the in, you know from the inside as part mm -hmm. of the people on the inside. And I've I've always been enamored with with Kate's Golden Dude. He's one of like he was probably one of my absolute favorite horses that we had because he was so cool he was a he was just a character he was his own personality so when i finally got to go and experience that stakes race for the first time and it got to be with kate's golden dude who okay. who was just this fabulous this i mean he still is he he's from what i've heard he still looks fantastic I, one of my friends saw him recently and she said that he looks great um which i haven't you know i haven't I try to keep tabs on him now that he's been claimed, you know, away from us, but sure. Um, cause I just, I, I always have like a special place for him as, as kind of like one of my first stakes experiences. Um, mm -hmm. but it's, it's really cool. Like that's kind of like my, my turfway memory off the top of my head. And that was, I think that was when it was still old turfway too. Um, yes. Yep. So, but, and I'm kind of, if it tells you how, how much I've been working lately, I haven't had the chance to go anywhere yet this year. I don't think, <laughs> I don't think anybody's seen me anywhere. But I'm, you know, I'm trying to get out there and 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 kind of experience race day at the new turfway because I haven't had that chance yet. So I'm looking forward to doing that as well. Yep, I definitely plan to be up there as as much as I can uh, this through the winter. So uh, just speaking of Kate's Golden Dude, he mm -hmm. did win uh, twice at Turfway. Nice. Uh, as you mentioned, it was still when they had the old gray uh, poly track. Yep. Which was. Um, which made yeah, photography I, interesting. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure that made things tougher on you, uh, for sure. I, I I always liked it. I thought it was a pretty cool visual on the screen. Oh, it is. Uh, it is. But you know, that it, uh, it's different. So he, he won his first race uh, over that surface. It was an allowance optional, 
Um, going six and a half furlongs nice. uh, on December 14th, 2018. And then he won a second time mm -hmm. over the Turfway course in a starter allowance um, on January 9th, 2021, going six and a half furlongs. So, yeah, he had some decent success uh, over the track, and he was always in it. You know, you mentioned yeah. the stakes race. I, I, don't, I don't know that he ever ran there that he was just, uh, you know, off the board. He hit, he hit yeah. the board there a lot. Uh, he, he ran really well there. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm looking, here's a second, here's a third. Uh, yeah. Oh, here's an, here's an eighth out of eight, so that must not have been so good. Uh, but um, I yeah, think he, that he, was... he always seemed to bring his game. I think that was the one, and I'll be honest with you, I remember that one because we even discussed how weird it was for him to have just not even hit the board. But I think that was the day where the where it was so dry and so cold that it literally felt like they were running through like frozen particles of ice and everybody was having breathing issues that day. So I suspect that might have been the race because I and remember us having this conversation. <laughs> breathing was not always his strength. He would always, there yeah. were times where he would have some trouble uh, with, with breathing. So copper plate was our most successful um yep. horse over that course he won five times at turfway and wasn't and, his career wrap at turfway too when and, he won including the the final race of yep. his career where Very he cool. won easily uh you know he he'd given us so much and ran so well uh for us that um you know we knew going into the race it was going to be his last one and we put him in a good spot where we felt really really good about it and he he won for fun and that was just i thought just a fantastic way to to send him off uh probably my favorite day at turfway it was on uh the jeff ruby stakes day in march mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and uh, i was actually in um let's see we were in uh, Atlanta. I was in Atlanta with some buddies, and we were went down there for the NCAA basketball tournament, if I, if I recall correctly. Mm -hmm. And anyway, we had two 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 entries that day, and you know they're running on the in the afternoons, which wasn't always the case uh, there at uh, at uh, at Turfway because they, they do run a lot at night. Yep. And Sergio's Pride won at, if I recall, he won at pretty long odds. Mm -hmm. And then like two races later, then Copper Plate won. That's cool. And both won, uh, you know, in their typical style where they uh, sat off the pace for a little bit, made big moves in the turn, and, and, then, and then won it going away. And, uh, and it was, it was fun there watching online with my buddies and, uh, who, you know, they follow us, but I, I don't, you know, they're, they're, they're guys that are from all over the country. So, uh, don't get to really see them at the races too often or, or watch races with them. So that was, that was a lot of fun, but yeah, one in two races there on the same card. Uh, you know, we have not done that very many times over the years, but, mm -hmm. uh, that was one of them. And, and that day, uh, that stands out always is March 25th, nice. 2017. Okay, uh, so so that's actually yeah. a couple months before I joined because I think I joined in tw in twenty seventeen, but like September of twenty seventeen or something. Okay, like that. okay, uh, yeah. So I'm you know I'm on vacation and I'm down there after those races, you know, ordering wind picks and doing write ups and taking phone calls and congratulatory texts and the whole nine yards and so it's fun. <laughs> uh, two other horses. So Sergio's Pride he won twice there. High powered won twice there and as i mentioned kate's golden dudes won twice there mm -hmm. um um and then copper plate with the five and we've had a smattering of other horses that have won once over the track 
And, um, you know, it's just, uh, it, it's, everybody knows how I feel about Keeneland. It's not Keeneland, but it's a, it is a track that I, I do kind of has, has a little bit of a special place, uh, for me when I think about, uh, pocket aces racing and, and, and the success that we've had there. So. Oh yeah. And, you know, I, I remember too, um, was if you, I haven't had a chance to see it where they put them in the new structure, but in, in the old Turfway, they used to have like these big giant pictures when the, when, when Turfway or Latonia, it was Latonia Downs or something like that, um, was kind of like the center of the season. And you mm-hmm. have horses, I think it's like, uh, like Prairie's Bayou or something like that. And like Mike Smith still had hair in that picture. Like it was, <laughs> it was, I mean, these are wild, like, but it shows you like at one point this was kind of little Keeneland. Like it was the place to see and be seen. So absolutely. It was a very, like I said, especially in the, you know, in the, in the original Latonia in Covington, again, a few miles North. I mean, Mm -hmm. you know, it it was, it was a rival of Churchill Downs. And Mm -hmm. again, I'm not sure what caused it to close and and why it didn't, again, I'm guessing just, uh, you know, urban creep and where the, Probably. city just kind of kept growing out and growing out you know covington is right across the river from cincinnati and it's just it's you know it's crept further south and mixed and and yep. that whole northern kentucky area has just kind of crept from the river down south towards georgetown uh for a lot of years and uh, i'm guessing that it was that was kind of starting in the in the late 30s and 40s or may, maybe it just yeah. maybe it never recovered from prohibition I, I i don't know you know as we i think we talked about raceland racetrack in in kentucky and maybe during the keelan episode and yep, you know that I think was, we did. you know and and prohibition, prohibition killed did it in. Mm-hmm. yeah so and, and so maybe they just never recovered from prohibition i i don't know the i don't know the story on on why the original latonia closed but 20 yeah. years later it reopened and then eventually became turfway park so yeah and i mean hey but it's here though so it's better late than never as long as you're here yeah. you're better late than never absolutely well, okay, well, let's uh, let's uh, let's wrap up. We'll just give a little quick recap of uh, what happened with Pocket Aces Racing uh, last week. The big news is Red Five starting to figure things out finally. Yeah, finally, uh, had a really nice. Uh, um, and, and speaking of Red Five, you know, he debuted at Turfway and gave us two real clunkers, and we're thinking, he okay, was <laughs> no fan of that surface. <laughs> well, and, and you know, and Mark and I have been talking a whole lot about that um, the last couple of days because you know he would he works so so well on it in the mornings you, mm. you just he would just you know bullet work after bullet work after bullet work but then you get him out there at night uh maybe and it's the lights he just, he just couldn't do it and yeah. so maybe maybe it was racing at night maybe it was just a maturity issue and yeah you know he had the talent he had the ability to run fast but maybe just being in and around all those other horses um the kickback and spray and you know, maybe maybe that was too early for him and he just yeah. wasn't mature enough mentally to be ready to be a racehorse physically he was there but he yeah. just wasn't there mentally so that you know we, we've been kind of trying to figure out maybe that was the issue last winter and spring with him not maybe it wasn't so much the surface but but we don't know yet so yeah. uh, you know either way he he you know, we gave him that time off after those first two races to just, we kicked him out, let him grow up a little bit. Then he had kind of these, all these little small little nickel and dime things that were going on. He'd work really well. And then he'd be a little funky for a day or two and then work well again and be a little funky. And, you know, so just, uh, 
you know that that kind of that kind of goes back to us thinking maybe again it was maturity because in, in this time it was rearing its head as some physical issues uh so so i don't know we're gonna have to see we've been talking a lot about you know what happens next with him do we send him on down to the fairgrounds which is uh, kind of you know that's a very very real and distinct possibility and, and mm -hmm. probably likely that it happens at some point maybe not uh, but you know, do we do we give him one try at Turfway and see if maybe he's maybe it was a mental thing and he has started to figure out uh, what was what he needs to do and how he needs to go about it because I mean that was a that was a nice race that he ran um, you know he he did things exactly the way we wanted him to do it he got out there he got the lead and then he slowed down yep. which he was never willing to slow down before he yeah. always just wanted to go 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 go. Yep. Uh, so, so we'll kind of, we'll, we'll kind of sort that out with Ethan over the next little bit. We'll figure out, does he, do, do we give him one crack at Turfway just to make sure that we, you know, it's, it's the surface or do we send him on down to, um, to the fairgrounds? You know, it's, it's going to be a, you know, 12 to $1,800 van ride, depending yep. on how many horses we got on there with him. And, uh, so, uh, you know, it's something we got to think about as we make, uh, the decisions for what, what's next with him. Um, we got Bodie's Rose going in tomorrow at Mahoning Valley. Um, and, you know, it, one race up there always tends to to help them improve a little bit because that's such a funky little racetrack and the, the dirt is so deep and it plays so heavy. I say it's hit or uh, miss and, and for a lot of horses, isn't it? Pardon me? I said it's hit or miss for a lot of horses, it, isn't it's, it? it a lot, some horses just hate it. Uh, they yeah. just absolutely hate it. Um, but, you know, we, I went back and looked at her uh, her overall record. And, and the first time that she went up there, she ran a lot like she did in the last race uh, yeah. know, earlier this month. And then she came back the very next race up there and she won easy. Okay. And she's won easy up there. You know, yeah. Before she kind of went south, she won a you know she won an allowance by like ten lengths or something up there. So yeah. Uh, so we're hoping that uh, getting her back there pretty quick. You know, because we've had some troubles with her at times too. Getting her you know, stringing starts together for her because yeah. of just this little thing and that little thing and race is not going and you know, whatever the case may be. So yeah. or weather. Uh, so looking, yeah, yeah, weather. So looking, looking for her to go up and and have a good good run up there tomorrow and uh, just uh, a little bit more news for folks uh, to keep an eye out for an email uh, and and actually but probably by the time that you that that you're listening to this the emails have probably already gone yeah, out most likely um yeah we, we've got a partner um who's um young child infant child uh, i guess he's more of a toddler now as having some very very significant health issues so much so that they're they're going to be um, having to hire full-time healthcare staff to have in their home with them, um, and you know they've obviously it's the the bills and expenses are adding up very very quickly. And, and he and his wife have have thirteen share thirteen uh, shares and thirteen horses with us, and and they they have big pieces of all, of all of thirteen of those. Uh, so. Um, unfortunately, he's going to have to step back. He's, he's trying to hang on to a little bit of a, a few of them as best he can. Uh, but he, he just has to step back and be there for his family and save a little more money that are going to be going to his son's medical expenses. And uh, so anyway, so there'll be some announcements coming out about uh, some availability and some horses 
that uh, that that the that this couple has and that unfortunately that they have to <clears throat> they have to depart with so um just wanted to pass that along and you know, let let you guys know kind of a little more backstory on that uh yep. uh he's he's been he's been battling this for several months now and it's uh he has moments where things are getting better and then uh things where they don't seem to be getting better so yeah. uh again it's 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 a uh, it's a very very sad situation for yep. For mom and dad and this and sisters uh but it's you know we certainly understand his need to to step back from pocket aces yep. racing and focus on what's the most important yep. thing uh being his family so uh, and we'll, you know, keep, we'll keep them those. we'll keep them in our thoughts yeah. as well because that's a absolutely. that's a tough situation all around for everybody so yep. absolutely so uh yeah so we're we're going to do our best we can with him and, and try to help uh, help him alleviate, you know eliminate some of those ongoing expenses that he's got and uh, with with pocket aces racing and and uh, find find a good home for for his his ownership share so yep so patty that's all i've got today mm -hmm. well and how about uh, you honestly i'm just i i always like a good reminisce episode when we get to just sit down and 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 talk about some of these places that that we race at and maybe that people have you know heroes even talking about and, you know, maybe they don't know the history or anything about, you know, the area or the track or because I know uh, the Keelan episode, especially if you guys haven't listened to that one, that one's very interesting as well. Um, I always end up learning something. And, and you know, from what I heard from from other listeners, when, when people sent me messages and when I talked to them at the uh, at the at the sale, quite a few people even mentioned that they, they ended up learning a lot from from these track episodes so you know we're very happy to do them because i end up learning something jared gets to impart our wisdom he gets to swear at churchill Downs sometimes so you know it's great i, I swear <laughs> i just said they're a casino company <laughs> well uh, but then that's not that's okay we love them yeah <laughs> well and you know we we appreciate at the end of the day we can have our own thoughts on it but we do appreciate that they do try and go out of their way to at least you know, help, help elevate and, and keep Kentucky racing in a healthy and a good place. So we can always definitely agree to, to appreciate that. So, well, yes. thanks. Uh, you know, well, I think that'll go ahead and, and wrap this, this episode, a, a miraculously shorter one. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, and, and just once again, thank you to everybody who, who tunes in every, every single week, especially those of you who have listened to every single episode, we we love and appreciate that consistency and that dedication that you show. Uh, make sure that you're following us on all of our social medias. We're Pocket Aces Racing. It's on Facebook. It's on Twitter. It is on Instagram. Um, it's under the same name. You should be able to find us. Just toss that into the search bar. You'll find us. And Patty doesn't know this yet, but we're about to be on Threads for anybody that has migrated yeah. Threads. So okay, I just have to figure. Out, I just have to figure out how to use it. <laughs> Okay, so I, that'll be, we can make that a community project, then, because so do I. <laughs> um, so there you go, you hear us. We'll also be on threads at some point when, when the social media person and, and Jared put their heads together and figure out how this stuff works. <laughs> yeah. uh, make sure you're following our, our YouTube. Make sure you've hit that bell. It's also under Pocket Aces Racing. Uh, make sure you're, you know, you've got that bell selected so you get notified when all of these episodes go live. Make sure that if you want to follow us on any of the podcast uh, streaming services, it's Apple Podcasts, it's Spotify, there's a couple open source ones, you have plenty of options to listen. Um, so other than that, you know, as I remind everybody, thank you so much for listening. Have a happy Wednesday. Have a good Wednesday. Make good choices. And podcast is out. <laughs>